Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting edition of the Texas Podcast Massacre. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. I have a hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside me are my co-host and expert horror expert extraordinaires. W, I got you a new name, sir. What's my new name? Dirty Derek. Oh, <laughs> Double D. Dirty D. Dun Dirt Cheap. Yep, Dirty Derek Dun Dirt Cheap. <laughs> That's right. And of course, James Dean. You already right. had the name JD, so Double D and JD. All right. I dig it. How y'all doing the day? Doing great now that I got a new nickname. Right, good nickname. <laughs> I was, I'm on the cheap, no less. I, I was, I was, I was scared. I was like, I wonder if he's going to be offended by it. Yeah, super offended. But I was thinking, I was like, we talk about boobs a lot. <laughs> literally, literally, the whole conversation before I left my house was trying to explain to my wife why Nightmare on Elm Street Four was one of my favorite movies. I was, we were having the whole Freddy's Dead. I had to talk to Ryan, by the way, <laughs> set it straight. But I said, honey, this, this. Two thing, three things you need to know about that movie and why it's my favorite. Number one, absolute crush on Lisa Wilcox. Sorry. I'm like, two, it's just a fun movie. And three, um, the most iconic scene ever as I was growing up was the was the centerfold coming off the poster and coming alive in the waterbed. I don't care if it ended up being Freddy. Okay? There were boobs there. I didn't care. I just kept looking at posters like, like one second. <laughs> when am I going to wake up? That's going to be in my bed. Dude. Um, very important thing. So yes, I'm like all things included, boobs, dirty Derek, possible, <laughs> and and the good Lord said, make it so. <laughs> and so before we begin, guys, I do have a, have have to give a quick shout out to our uh, edible sponsor of the day. Not that kind of edible. Uh, doesn't pay us in money, but pays us in pies. Big hey, I haven't been paid yet. Well, I I, I, I have gotten share the wealth. I have gotten no pies. I, I got I got a pie, but it was I was a birthday pie, and it was right, a banana fair. cream pie. Fair enough. It was it so. Wasn't a... uh, <laughs> that's that's, ah, the, that's the wrestling that's show. That's right. That's oh, that's right. right. This isn't. Wait a minute. That's my line. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so baked by Blair underscore and the Instagram, uh, yeah. At Big by Blair underscore. If you're in the San Antonio area and you want some delicious treats, go to at Big by Blair yeah. underscore. We will uh, hopefully be Blair for listening, dining on some delicious treats next time, so we don't have to go to the Super Slow Sonic down the street right. and God, be, be delayed. We could be munching on uh, some pies or some cakes or some cookies or. So I have a work meeting, a meeting at work that I need to uh, cater. Maybe I'll go to. Uh... Uh, baked by Blair. Why wouldn't you? I think I will. And I don't know why. One, you, yeah. Why would why you go you somewhere wouldn't. else? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Don't anyway, be, don't be dumb, people. Don't be dumb. Go to, yeah. Right. If you dare, go to baked by Blair oh, underscore. That's kind <laughs> of horror related, right? right? But that sounds like it sounds almost like, like it's bad, but it's say, not. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I know she's gonna love the branding, but we like it. That's right. All right, guys. Uh, what did y'all watch this past week? Do you, Do you want to? You go first. Sure, I'll go. Uh, so the. Been on a Godzilla kick, like a really big Godzilla kick again. I go through these waves, um, uh, but I hadn't seen. So what? Actually, I was like, I'm going to rewatch Shin Godzilla, which is a movie oh, I yeah. love. I love that movie. Uh, I know some people. It's one of those movies that people are sort of, you know, it's a very contentious one. People either love it or hate it. I think the haters. It was better than the the Brian Cranston one. Well, that was so. I watched. <laughs> I watched the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Now. Again, my the people I know who watched Godzilla King Monsters. In fact, I was super hyped to see that movie until 
all of my friends, I heard all my friends' reviews, and most of them were negative. Mm-hmm. There's a few people who raved about it, but the majority of my friends in my social media, and, and a lot I'm talking like people like who, who either do film journalism for a living or semi-professionally or work in the industry, were pretty negative about it, so it kind of bummed me out. So I don't know if it was a case of lowered expectations, like drastic lowered expectations, but um, I watched I actually kind of liked it. Um, one thing I love... Um, because I'm not the biggest fan of the American Godzilla design, mm-hmm. this new MonsterVerse Godzilla. Um, I mean, it's better than that piece of shit Iguana, 1998 Zilla version. You, you mean Ferris Bueller and Godzilla? Yeah, it's awesome. Take Manhattan. It's the fucking worst. <laughs> and I know people love that movie too, but I think they're just it's nostalgia for them. But it was a nice poster, though. It's, it's it was. I think a great trailer. The, the trailer yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it was cool for like for a brief moment during that time when people didn't know better. See, I hated it from I. So I grew. I told you this before, but my I grew up. My mom loves Godzilla. She loves monster movies. Her favorite giant monster is Gamera. It's actually not Godzilla, but and I do love Gamera as well. But anyways, but so. Yeah, the 98 one I hated even when I was a kid. But so watching the new one, like one thing I really enjoyed is even though I'm not super crazy about like super chubby, squared looking Godzilla on the gas, on the gas, but like <laughs> not even on the gas, kind of like he's all like thunder. I mean, Godzilla's always been bottom heavy, but this one yeah. is like just super chonk. He's um, got a, he's got as the kids say nowadays, he's got some junk in the trunk. <laughs> but I was pretty happy with how faithful like King Ghidorah is was. Pretty spot on. Um, Rodan looked good. Mothra looked great. I mean, in fact, I liked what they did with Mothra, um, making her still kind of, sort of, you know, very traditional Mothra, bright moth-looking thing. But you know, kind of also modernized it, made it a little bit more insect-like. Um, but I liked it. I actually enjoyed the movie. I hated, and I'm sure if I go back and look at criticisms, the like this whole thing with like the cast and like, and she, they're all good actors. Um, um, the uh, I'm Bobby sorry. Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah. I mean, she's a great kid actor. Ken Ken Watabe. I yeah, like I mean, him. Ken Watanabe is always great. Yeah. Um, the lady from the Conjuring films who yeah. uh, I know is an actress. I can't believe her name. Vader Yeah, that that lady. <laughs> but although the guy from uh, Friday Night Lights, though, I'm not a fan of that guy. But Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. On know. it with the names. He's helping you out big time today. Like, <laughs> I said, Godzilla, why are you passing the ball out there? You're not leaving it all in the field. <laughs> but like that, like all of the their storyline was annoying, yeah. and which is the, the the base. But most Godzilla stories, it's rare that the human oh. beings are the most interesting. Like or like I, the, I even liked uh, uh, Ice Cube son. Uh, yeah, he was O'Shea, great in O'Shea it. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really. Good. I said, if you were my parents, I'd run away too. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I like really liked it, and then. But so I then rewatched Shin Godzilla, which I think is a masterpiece. I think also, I mean, for the American version, Resurrection, right? Godzilla Resurrection. That's how it was, and how it was promoted in the states. Oh, is Shin Godzilla. Yeah. No, it was just Shin Godzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Shin, yeah, basically means like new, new or evolved. Um, I know, like I myself. I like how different the movie is. I know that pissed a lot of people off. Like Resurgence. Sorry, Res- Godzilla Resurgence. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all the press I ever saw, and even the, the version that I bought to said Shin Godzilla, so yeah. either way. The music, too, and that's that, so haunting. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's the thing, is Godzilla film, especially the Millennium era, like, the I mean, all the music from the Showa era, the Hisei period, like, all of the, the music's always been great, even going back to the original 1954 version, but um, 
I will not say Japanese names because I don't want to disrespect anybody, but yeah, all of the films are great. I personally do love the Showa era of Godzilla. The like, because this is stuff I grew up on this kind of silly, goofy, and even though it was like one of the most hated films of the franchise, Godzilla vs. Megalon, uh, which introduced Jet Jaguar, which is one of my favorite uh, giant robots. Um, I love those movies. I grew up with them, but like, um, you know, at the same time, I do like like Shin Godzilla took it like it's you know it's actually. It's the guy that did Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know if you ever saw that anime, mm. but it's one of the most impressive animes ever. Uh, the guy who created it is a genius. He's a very, like, interesting dude. Um, so when I heard he was doing it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was not disappointed. Like, the transformations, the whole, like, Godzilla has, like, the, the, the mouth of the ta- his tail, and the tail shoots out the lasers, too. And his whole, his jaw breaks open when he does the uh, his atomic fire blast. Like, all that stuff is so, like... I understand why, like, the diehard purists hated it, but I'm like, look, it's something new, like. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I loved it. I was I, I enjoyed the uh, King of Monsters, but I just rewatching Shin Godzilla always That's makes amazing. me happy. Yeah. Are are you uh, are you on board with the uh, Godzilla versus King Kong? I am. Because, so, but first, mm-hmm. I, I hated the King Kong movie. I, I didn't like Skull it. Island. Yeah. I, I liked I think it. I lot. liked it. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I cons- I thought it could have definitely been better. But I thought the monsters on the island were genuinely really creepy. Yeah, and like, I loved yeah. Kong. I thought yeah, Kong I thought was the amazing. Monsters, yeah, that too. Yeah. I just I didn't like the whole overall storyline of the movie. I guess I liked it, but I mean, they have to teach their own. I mean, I mean, I like Godzilla. I, I like King Kong too. Yeah. I, it's really going to be interesting though how they pit these two together because they're both to be kind of the heroes of, yeah. of well, the okay. story. We're going to just turn this whole podcast into a Godzilla podcast, but um. The thing is, what I so you know, he originally was created. Certain points, uh, some of his best movies, in fact, Godzilla, uh, Godzilla nineteen eighty four, um, Shin Godzilla, he's basically portrayed as like a force of like like man's folly. Whether it's you know in the original Godzilla, it's the you know atomic, atomic bombing, um, or in you know in Shin Godzilla, it's like uh, natural. It's like a natural disaster. The earthquakes, the tsunamis, and the you know the exploding like he's he's man's folly, so and he's portrayed as the monster, just destruction. Then there's periods where he sort of is portrayed as like, especially in the show period when he was basically like a, he was like uh, the protector of children kind of ideal, which is also Gamera's whole thing. Um, but then like he kind of has periods where he goes back and forth. I always really like him when he's sort of in between, when he's not necessarily a villain, he's not necessarily a hero, he's just a force of nature. Who he, if his motivations time with us, he's heroic. But if not, he's just doing his own thing, and that's the way. Like the 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 monsterverse, the new American Godzilla has been set up. Is like, yeah, he's just wanting destruction, but because that's what he does. That's his whole thing. But yeah. then when King Ghidorah comes, or when he's reawakened, uh, he has he's you know he knows it's like he's he's like a foreign body. He's trying to be the king. There's only one king. Get this fucking dude out of here. So when he. So the whole... Did you see King of Monsters? Yes. Yeah, so like how the end, of the, when they're showing the credits, something is happening at Skull Island. So there's all these new... Like, everybody is being, like, sort of... Something is happening at Skull Island that's drawing all the titans, which mm-hmm. is what they're called in the MonsterVerse. Um, they're called Kaiju. Um, so everybody's heading that way. So that's explaining why they're going to get there. But they're going to get to this island with this now even progressed King, uh, King Kong. Because in Skull Island, which takes place during the Vietnam War, he's... I think right above 100 feet. The director said he's going to get to almost Godzilla's height with 
you know, this version of Godzilla's, which is the biggest Godzilla there's ever been in the last one, is just about 400 feet tall. So King Kong in Skull is only 100 feet tall, but he's massive. But he's basically going to get four times that size. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. But Well, uh, well it's pushed back to November of next yeah. year. So. Yeah, which is good. I, I think it allows time for them to work on it. Yeah. I, I agree with you, though, James. I think, like, to me, I mean, I think, to your point, a lot of times Godzilla is, like, portrayed as a hero. Yeah. And, and same thing with King Kong, too, like, in Skull Island. He was, like, you He's, know, kind yeah. of, like... The protector, but in actuality, like really, they're they're just kind of they're self-serving in a way, right? Like yeah. they're just protecting their own rank yeah. within the hierarchy, like as animals do. Yeah. I mean, doesn't change the fact that when Godzilla makes landfall, he still fucks everything yeah. up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he just destroys everything. Like, I'm sure there are plenty of dead people in Godzilla's wake as he's protecting all the other people. So, yeah. but inevitably, he. I mean, I don't think realistically he cares. About the people, as much as he does, like, preserving, to, to your point, like, it's like the Highlander. It could only be one, right? Yeah. Like, well, and that's the thing is, one thing that I thought was really smart of the American films is that they're they're positing it as all these titans, King Kong, which is, is a titan, um, they're like animals. So they react the same way like the animals right. do. Like, there's the alphas, um, you know, they, they their motivations are, like, same thing as any other predator. It's like... Territory, food, safety, like... Kill and destroy and eat. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but not out of, like, malice, out of just survival of the fittest and stuff. And I do think King Kong has always been portrayed to have more humanity, especially because, if you yeah. think of it, like, we are, you know... And he is, especially at the end of Kong, like, you start to really see it, him almost as a... More of, like, he ha- has a connection to humanity. Right. But I don't... All I give a shit is... I, I can't wait for that fight. Especially, like... That's a, what I was going to say. Like, a slightly smaller King Kong... Who is first? Especially if you watch Skull Island, like he's a bad motherfucker. He's using like weapons and shit. Yeah. Like he's smart and he's. I mean, he, he adapts. Yeah. Yeah. So like you he's know, King, nimble. Yeah, he has to be. King Kong is not, or uh, Godzilla not only is massive and powerful. I mean, he has that you know atomic fire blast. Like his atomic breath. Like you got to get out of the way because yeah. King Kong doesn't have anything like that. So he's just gonna have to like. But like my thing is, hit him with trees. How do you have one of them lose? It's, well, all, it's well, almost like wrestling. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's it goes gonna, over. <laughs> your own personal opinion. I think it's going to be like a Freddy versus Jason thing. Like yeah. it's going to be like there's no losers, there's no winners. It's going to be like a, a nod or like I, a leave say, it open. I'll, I'll say that in the storyline, yeah, they start off with enemies, but then something like a, you know an antagonist, yeah. an, another antagonist comes yeah. in, and they have to team up. Yeah, maybe they got to rip the wings off a of Mothra. Who knows? Like I well, mean, in the like, so that so but they can't because. Godzilla fucked Mothra in the last one. <laughs> well, so in in um, you know in the original or 1964, might be anyway. uh, in the original 1964, King Kong versus Godzilla, King Kong just straight out beat him, and it was unhurt. I mean, there was actually a rumor for the longest time that that he like they filmed two endings, one for the Gemini's where Godzilla wins, and one for Western audiences where God or King Kong wins, but they didn't. It was wow. just a rumor. Um, so it was very odd that. <coughs> excuse me toho would do that uh-huh. but i guarantee you it won't be the same in this if anything i can see them fighting and then some other monster anybody else. yeah which i mean one, if anything, one I... more titan to but that's kind of cheap or... hey let's of bring course, in a robot but... bring in a giant robot that's what I'm well saying that's the about. thing is like oh, the whole time i'm watching king of the monsters i was like god i wish they were they'd update uh jet jaguar but the like it's so out of the realm of like uh mechgodzilla Mecha... well mechgodzilla 
they had actually even said, I guess, um, forgetting the guy that's like the, um, what is his name? The, the director of the first one, Neil, not Neil Blomkamp. Uh, forget who it was. He was at a convention and he said like, people like, well, what about King Gun- or Mechagodzilla? He's like, he's like, trust me, we would love to get to all of them. So it's just depending. So, I mean, possibly, especially if they do it like in the later Godzilla where it's actually, he's an alien. Yeah. Um, well, I guess even though the first one... First, he was an alien, like, created by these weird, like, 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 Planet of the Apes looking green monkey aliens. And uh-huh. then later on, then it was like he was a weapon created from the US, from uh, the combined nations to be a weapon against Godzilla. In fact, it, it used the, the skeleton of the original. It's a whole thing. Anyways. Anyway. Well, anyways, that was a long. That was uh, Godzilla. Yeah. Derek. Dirty Derek. I, I like Godzilla. So I, I mean, yeah. go back and rewatch some Godzilla. Uh, movies, but so, like pre, I don't know, yeah, just for fun, you go back and watch how terrible the Matthew Broderick Godzilla was. Oh, just, honestly, just for fun, yeah, that was super, bad. super bad. And, and last, um, last thing, I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. So like, I'm the youngest mm-hmm. uh, out of my two older brothers, which are my half brothers. Mm-hmm. So I did everything they they, they did, mm-hmm. but I found Godzilla on my own, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like I grew up with them. Like when they would go to their dads, and like I would make sure and watch. Like you know, I was able to watch Godzilla movies, and that's why I would rent. So. Has a special place in my heart, and I'm glad One you thing I like about Godzilla movies too is like they they're monster movies they can watch with my son. Mm-hmm. He would he gets super pumped. So it's fun yeah. for the family. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't, will, can't go wrong with big monsters. I will say this though: this, the one of the reasons that I mean, so I one of because I'm I want to I'm just going to rewatch them all. I've been like watching them in peace, but I want to yeah. sit down. Um, but I I refuse to actually watch the 1998 one, not just because of how bad it is, but Roland Emmerich d- does not like Godzilla. He hate he didn't oh, wow. he didn't even like the character. So apparently he doesn't like the weather either because he apparently yeah. he's the guy who does all the disaster movies. Disaster like, movies, but yeah, but I'm like, like dude, the why day after you... tomorrow and fucking fuck that guy. Anyways. Well, that's a good way to end the Godzilla yeah, there conversation. Yeah. Derek, dirty yeah, Derek, fuck, what did you want? Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know how I go on with that. Um, <laughs> I watched the I watched three movies this week. I watched the first and second Creep Show. Amazing. Um, because I hadn't I hadn't seen the Raft in a while, and I I really wanted to go back and rewatch the um, the second one. And I was like, you know what? It was Thanksgiving. It was Turkey Day. Gobble gobble. And uh, I just couldn't bring myself to watch Thanksgiving <laughs> again. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna watch some Creep Show. So I watched those two. I, I just still to this day have such a fond appreciation for the second one over the first one, um, and and the raft even more so because I was like, all right, you know what, like this is just a badass movie, like I just right from the get go, it just all starts right off. I always forget that that girl eats it like she doesn't even make it to the raft. No, nope. like just gets nabbed up before she even gets there, and then that douchebag in his yellow banana hammock. Um, <laughs> Gets gets pulled down. He's like, I'm gonna. What does he What does he say in the movie? He gets mad. He, yeah, these guys are the worst. By the way, like the only one I feel bad for is the girl that's left on the raft, who not only nearly gets punched in the face by the douchebag in the banana hand. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what to. I'm gonna smoke you. It's like getting ready to like smack her. And but then when she finally like falls asleep, like out of being cold and tired, the other guy just spends his time trying to like sexually molest her, like while she's out. And is this like, kids? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty like, much. I was like, man, y'all deserve to get eaten. <laughs> I just feel bad that the, the girl gets her face torn off. That's, and, one, of the, that's yeah. one of the still most disturbing. Like, Yeah. 
He's like, nope, that's that's not happening. Because <laughs> um, then you got and, kids in my head. And you know, you know what I, you know what I realized? The ghost, the dopest ghost you know. <laughs> I'll buy you corn dogs, girl. We'll talk about it tomorrow. It's a terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible movie. I mean, good, but it's like, yeah, it's a yeah, good it's message. Disturbing, really terrible. But, and it just ends uh, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. it's fuck. But the guy in the, um, the Wooden Chief, mm-hmm. uh, the first story, Chief Woodenhead, Chief yeah. Woodenhead um, the guy who plays like Sam, the, the bad guy who gets scalped, oh, um, you know what show he's in right now? Doesn't look anything like him. I was super shocked. He is, he is in Mindhunters. He plays the other, like the more seasoned like FBI agent. Like the Kevin Yurse guy with the with the I crew, wish you could see James's guys. face right now. You just blew my fucking mind. Right? That's the same guy. Yeah. Right. Totally different. He doesn't even look Native American now. No. So I was like, all right. And wait. I love him in that show. He's perfect in yeah. that show. Yeah. And and I was like thinking to myself, what has this guy been in after he played this like very stereotypical Native American like narcissist? And then <laughs> when. I looked him up on IMDb. It showed a picture of him. Like, there's no fucking way that that guy is Sam Lightfoot. <laughs> no, yeah, same guy. That is my, you just blew my mind. How did I not know that? Because he doesn't look anything I, like I the know. character at all. He he literally looks like he's a a football coach on the weekends. You like, blew he, my mind. Yeah. And the only other movie I watched was uh I was watching Cabin in the Woods. Nice, which, which I never get choice. tired of. I always like to watch that at the end, like because I I feel like I pick up something new, and I was trying to watch uh, the tail end of it and try to catch more creatures in the box. Right, there's so many creatures that aren't highlighted. So I was like, I was trying to look at them and be like, what movie are you from? Nice. So any movies y'all are uh, in, new movies y'all are going to watch this week? Um, anything planned? I don't have anything. I don't know. I, I don't think I ever really plan out to watch anything at all. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I watched Jeepers Creepers in conversation, yeah. but um, for tonight's episode. But as far as theaters? You know, um, I will out. go see the new Black Christmas movie just solely for the fact that, like... You'll, you'll bite the um, bullet. I'll, I'll bite the bullet and check it out. I'm I'm intrigued and skeptical at the same time. But I, is, I'm okay watching that trash. If, if you watch the tra- if you watch the trailer, it's not like I'm like, oh, this little movie looks awful. It just looks like a standard kind of like Blumhouse film. Yeah. It's just call- calling it Black Christmas is like, what? But I, don't know, I may. I mean, the thing is like, I was actually going to propose we should do a whole episode about holiday horror, which yes. we probably should still do. Yeah, yeah we should I mean, still do that. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the week of Christmas we'll do yeah. that. But, yeah. well, I, but I was thinking about, god damn, how many fucking movies. That, I mean, literally... Just of Christmas horror. I'm not even talking about like that new Hanukkah movie. Like yeah. I'm saying, just Christmas horror movies. There's a billion of them. It's yeah. insane. Literally, as I was waiting in the draft house the other night, uh, they were playing all the Christmas like previews because they're going to do a screening of like Black, the original Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. They're going to do a screening of um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, and so I try to explain like you know just having this conversation of like how many Christmas movies there are now. The director of the new Black Christmas movie is kind of talking about how, like, it is it is an adaptation of Black Christmas. So she does recognize the fact that, like, Black Christmas exists, but is trying to say it's like a new spin on it. But it's like, I, I don't see just the fact that it takes place on a sorority on Christmas, like, does not mean that you're putting a spin on it. So yeah. unless there's something I'm entirely missing in that concept, like, I, I don't think it'll be, there'll be anything about it. Um, 
that's like remotely close to, except for girls dying in a sorority. <laughs> that's on right. Christmas, which could be like a million fucking movies. Um, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but nothing planned at this time. That's the yeah. That's the only. Uh, yeah, this is with a seventy year old. I don't get to go out to the yeah. movies almost at all. Like I used to be at the movies three to five times a yeah. week, and then yeah, I had a kid. Yeah. Oh, that, no. I mean, it happens. Question everything about my existence. Oh, my God. This kid, <laughs> just so you uh, know. he's the bestest little man. Anyways, what's just, up? Just so you know, there's 38 um, horror Christmas movies just in this decade. By the way, have you seen the trailer for Hanukkah? No. Looks fucking bananas, dude. Wait, what is it? It's actually, um, it was uh, it was Sid Haig's official real last movie, um, but the movie looks fucking bananas. Hanukkah. All right, I am going to have to look that up. Yeah, look it up. It's crazy. So today, I guess what we do, we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Castle Rock, right? We're going to talk about Castle Rock. Full, full disclosure for Castle Rock: I saw the last two episodes, but I've been putting them on like right as I get home at night, and I just maybe I'm just so tired I can barely remember what happened. But I do know the major points, though. So. We can uh, talk about last two. we can talk about season one. Uh, uh, do we have to? Full transparency: uh, I saw episode one of season one. <laughs> All right, so we talk about so, Jeepers Creepers then? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about, we'll talk about uh, the next. It's just, I didn't realize there were hour-long episodes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I, well, I, I will say this. Today, I was trying to play catch-up today. And I will I'm, say this. I The first episode, the first season, I did enjoy almost begrudgingly by the end. I thought all oh, the acting was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it had a lot of potential, but where it ended up, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Um, but for so far, for season two, I'm really loving it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's going in weird directions. Especially, I don't know, won't ruin anything. You know, for especially for you guys, or since it's still going on even for the audience. But um, Lizzie Kaplan, fucking killing it. Um, gotcha. The whole cast is great, but Lizzie Kaplan's performance every episode has been killer. So, but yeah, definitely excited for you guys to watch it because I do want yeah. to talk about it. But yeah. it's been a busy two weeks, especially know, yeah, you know with yeah, work holidays, and, yeah. and uh, holidays. It's, it's, been, it's been crazy. I'm uh, still just, mad at my, oh. just looking at this Hanukkah thing, mm-hmm. it looks like a bananas, and it's got Dick Miller in it. Yeah, like Dick I Miller's. Dude, I thought he was dead. I know. I think that was my first reaction when I saw the film. I was like Dick Miller's alive. That's I feel, yeah. no. I thought. I swear he's he is no. Yeah, he just. He just died last year, like last January. Yeah, so this movie, like, it, it is the last movie that... Uh, Sid Haig and... Sid Haig actually uh, filmed, I guess. Yeah, but and it must be the last one that Dick Miller did, too, yeah, because wow. he... This is going to be one for the ages, but it looks It looks bananas, bananas though. Um, That's... Yeah, I'm mad, though, because, like, uh, I really wanted to watch Blood Rage. Um, and I have it on VHS. I don't own it, like, on uh, DVD or Blu-ray. But it's been on uh, Shutter for like the last year, so I just assumed they were gonna have it. Went to watch it the day before on you know the Wednesday night. Womp womp. And they didn't have it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was so bitter, I didn't want to like go find my VHS. Also, my like my TV VCR is in my studio, and I didn't. I just wanted to lay in my bed and watch uh, watch Blood Rage. But do you have the TV VCR combo? I do. I love. I have that. a. Two actual VCRs and then have the TV VCR comments because it's easier. It is. I, I still have mine too. So, fun fact: up, up until till literally this weekend, I didn't have a TV in my room. So I was super excited. Not only two horror-related facts, but just learning a little bit about my life. So now, um, <laughs> so not only did I get a brand new bed this week, nice. and I was super excited uh, because my bed, my other bed, was like really old and not exactly super comfortable, but. On top of that, I got a great Black Friday deal on old like thirty-two inch uh, nice. TV. Mm-hmm. So I got a TV and a comfy bed, and that is exactly where I was uh, 
like for <laughs> part of the, for part of the day today. Yeah. I don't blame you. you know, that's why I was late today. What, with, <laughs> with, with the intention of like catching up on the Castle Rock, but I never fall asleep. So so uh, it was. Is it one of those fancy beds, or is it just a normal mattress? It's just it's like one of the memory. It's not like one of like the purple. Yeah, I didn't get the purple one. Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> not a sponsor. Unless you want a sponsor. No, but I will say that I went to. Uh, I went to a, a local furniture place, <coughs> Mega Furniture, and uh, that was a horror movie in itself because they were like super pushy. Um, oh, and I yeah. hate pushy salespeople. Yeah, um, that's why I got into the car right. business. Yeah, don't try to sell me. I'm just trying to buy a fucking mattress, okay? Yeah, like just <laughs> I, is this good? I yeah. bought it. It's good. I'm gonna who, buy. I'm gonna buy this. Who got that good deal? That's, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited to now watch TV and movies from the comfort of my bed. Which nice, nice. Uh, I, well, I'm happy for. That. I mean, it's going to be a lot more productive. I would, I would yeah, and a lot more sleep too. A lot more sleep. Well, the thing is, like, or more sleep and less productivity. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I'm, you know, weirdly enough, I'm more likely to fall asleep on my couch watching TV than I am in my bed. That's where that happens too. So, but it's definitely been. It's definitely a, that lifestyle. The gotcha. watching movies in bed has definitely uh, contributed to my current. Uh, gotcha. Physical manifestation, my my current form. <laughs> this isn't even awesomeness. Form. Awesomeness, um, but but all right. <laughs> I will say. So we're talking about um, talking about Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers. Yeah, we're talking about some Jeep Jeeps Creeps. Creeps. So I did watch all three in preparation for this podcast. I tried to do my due diligence in watching it. I like the first nice. one. I yes. like the second one. Yes. And the third one was trash. <laughs> it was total. It was a, It was literally a raccoon in a dumpster. It was a trash panda. Um, I, it's funny because when it came out, even people who were like, didn't care about this Victor Silva thing and like, eh, we're, I thought horror was for people, who, whatever. Um, that whole fucking nonsense. But what even, were they saying? There's a whole contingency of horror fans, very vocal horror fans on social media who think if you like horror, then you mustn't care about, they like, Real horror fans don't care about, like... If you're a pedophile? Or if you're a piece of shit human being, or... I'm pretty it, sure we do. Yeah. That's what... It's, it, there's a whole, like... Trust me. It, there's a whole edgelord community of the horror community. There's a whole edgelord facet of the horror community that is just... I have no patience for. Fucking edgelord. They're the kind of people that, when they came out, like, I don't give a shit what Victor Silva does. He's not fucking me in the butt. Like... That's not the point. That's... Yeah. They, 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 don't worry. Like... They'll never understand the point. It's fine. Yeah. But, like, even a lot of those people who are, like, diehard, like, they love Jeepers Creeper and they don't care about Victor Silva, even they were like, oh, yeah, the third one's shit. So I was like... What well, was direct to... If I remember, it was direct to sci-fi. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't even think it came out. It definitely didn't come out of the theaters. It did. It did, actually. It did it? it two like, days in L- L.A. and two days in New York. Yeah. Like, one of those limited, like, exclusive yeah. shit screens. But then, I think the one in... Uh, Maybe it was both of them, but I guess there was such there was bad press about it too. So it just pisses me off that like they they had a really cool concept for it originally. Um, they had two cool concepts of it. One was supposed to take place twenty three years after the second one, with uh, Justin Long's sister um, being a very very powerful woman and basically like, dedicating her life's work to like learning and tracking down the creeper, like mm-hmm. having like a team ready to go. As soon, as soon as, and I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" Because that's where they left it at the end of the second one. Was basically the father and son had the jeeper, the creeper held up, mm-hmm. pinned down for like 23, 23 years, waiting for this guy to come back alive again, so they could fucking kill it for another twenty three years. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So I was like, that's awesome. Then there was an idea, it was gonna be Jeepers Creepers through the cathedral, which was gonna take place in the Old West. It was gonna be like oh. an original kind of like, not, I would tell more of the backstory of the creeper, but it basically would be like the creeper hunting them down like the Old West. So I was like, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Um, I can dig that. Cool actually. concept. Yeah. Instead they had this fucking shit show mashup that took takes place after the events of the first one or within the same vein of the first one. But if you watch it, before the second one kicks off. So like, and I went back and watched it. I was like, all right, so they, not to spoil it, but I'm not spoiling it because the movie sucks anyways for the third one. The kid gets on a, a school bus at the end of the end of the third one. And he's, it's a school bus from the second one in which they're all trapped on. Right. Number one, I don't remember seeing this fucking kid on the <laughs> bus. So where were you? <laughs> who, who the fuck are you? Like you just went through this huge ordeal where this creeper, was like attacking, killing people. And you're like, I'm gonna go on this school trip with my school friends and do lots of school stuff because I'm into sports. Like, no. And number two, you're on that fucking bus and the creeper starts hunting you down again and you don't say shit about it, like on the bus. Like, hey guys, just went through this whole thing. I have a plan. No, you don't. You know what? Everybody on that bus is fucking clueless, which means your story. Continuity was. <laughs> fucking continuity is whacked yeah. on that. They uh, got poor Barbara Crampton on there. How are they letting... I'm sorry, but not to beat a dead horse, but how are they letting little kids on this movie? <laughs> what fucking shitty-ass parents are like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's that's, that's a good that's, point. I didn't even think about yeah. that, man. Like, what type of set supervisor... Can you please make a movie about adults? That's you right. fucking creep. That's right. They could have done a movie about adults. And the, what pisses me off is they set it up for a fourth one because at the end of the third one, it is... They do show Justin Long's sister... Like preparing to do battle, like with the creeper, and she's like super powerful as they anticipated. Like, so I was like, great. Like, you couldn't, why couldn't you've done that for the third one? I made a decent movie, but instead, not that the second one was like this great thing, no. but I mean, I thought it was at least decent for being a high school. Yeah, that's. You're you're on a bus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's kind of like we talk about that being trapped piece of it, but there are just so many things in in the honestly like. The creeper in the third one looks like he got fat, man. He must have, like, if he eats... He just filled if, kids. If, if he eats, like, what... Yeah. <laughs> he eats and becomes what he is. He must have ate, like, a Mama June or something like that, man. Because, like, he's just, like, bloated. Like... That... Yeah, that's... It usually happens, I think, about, like, the... Uh, the, the you got cholesterol, man. Like, the Ninja Turtles movies, like, as it progressed, like, they got fatter and, like, the costumes look shittier. <laughs> Uh, just fun fact, uh, box office made $4 million. Womp womp. How much was the movie made for, I wonder? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, Could have been like more than like 10 right? I mean, I didn't even see it, but... Three fatty. Three fatty. So I'm going to go on record. So go on, if go I'm on being record. fully honest, yes. I love the first half of the first Jeepers Creepers. Like when you sort of don't know what's really happening and it's like... The, like, you know, be eating you truck is chasing them, and they go down into, like, they see the house, and they go down and you see all those fucking wax bodies on the walls and everything. I was like, oh, this is pretty genuinely really creepy. Um, when you don't really know what it is yet. Um, when they finally show it, and it turns into the last half of the movie with, like, the goddamn song and the fucking psychic lady, I'm like, what? what? What's happening? Because not that it seemed real, but it seemed more, like, genuinely, like, kind of more creepy. I like the psychic lady. Yeah, no, I like, like, I feel like it got goofy real quick. Again, it's like anything. The, when you don't see it, 
it's scarier in your head, but when you see it, you're like, and I like, now, let me say, I do like the design of the creeper. I like his whole, like, fucking, the predator thing its, it's face does. Yeah. I like his whole, like, I'm wearing a leather duster and a hat. and like I'm his the hat. Undertaker. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, these are his wings, which, like, like, it's all about. ZZ Top forever. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, it's goofy. It's goofy. And it's like. Well, yeah, he's not meant, I don't think he's meant to be. I think some people think he is, but like he definitely uh, like doesn't come in my top ten villains. Y'all, y'all brought up a great point last week. Like, if he can fly, why That's does he why, have yeah, a stupid point. truck? Yeah, like, yeah, why why does he... I have a lot of questions actually but to again, unpack. Like, like, I thought about. It, I'm like, well, if he's gonna go around during the day, he's got to be hidden. He can just be flying. I mean, but he's, he's been driving that truck at night too, right? Well, you know, yeah, he's and, and, and he's all right. And then he has struck booby trapped. That's, That's the other, right. That's the other thing I don't get is like. Why do you fucking care? You're like this mythical, like centuries old, like being. Like, or, why do you give a shit? If they find your dead bodies hey in man, your truck. He had, he had, like, he had a personally license plate. But like, but like, like with, don't, don't mess with my ride. That takes a lot of work. But, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like did they, they go to the DMV they, to yeah, get a yeah, register? Right? Or? Did Exhibit pimp that out for you? Oh I'm curious. Yeah, I got a flat screen to fish tank in there. <laughs> I have no idea. But how do you have time, like, to like? All right, so your that's time's question, limited. That's like, question number one. Is like, how do you get that truck? How do you have the time? Because now you're saying he only has a certain amount of time before he literally like well, see, I was never clear that closes way. back up for and that truck needs gas. Does he pay for his gas? <laughs> yeah, actually, oh. where do you pump and go? Maybe he has a. I'm like, but he, he still has to pump it. Like he lives out there. <laughs> hey, hey, Frank. It runs hey, on hey a, Jeeper. It runs on black magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, so all right. That's the vehicle. Is the first question is like. But so in the second one, the the whole idea is basically when time runs out, he basically like cocoons off that, those wings on the side of him. Yeah, cover his face, his body like shrivels up. Mm-hmm. Like he has to come back alive for another twenty three years. What the fuck happens to your truck in twenty three years? <laughs> well, like, I mean, to be honest, re- is he a repo? If you went to, if you're a couple of fucking knuckleheads, like, and you're like, you went to that dude's house and you're gonna rob it, I would take two foot two. I would step two feet on that property and be like. Fuck that! I'm out of here. <laughs> the creepiest place. Okay, true. But let's go back to the truck. Yeah. The gas is in there. It needs to be siphoned. Yeah. It needs a tune-up after 23 years and not being turned on. Again, the tires. The t- whole, yeah. Do you have a caretaker? Does he have like a Jerry Dandridge house bitch? Like that? He's got like. Is that what Justin Long is now? Yeah. Like apparently, there's ghosts involved here at some point in time in the in the mythos of of the the creeper because people start seeing ghosts, but. So that's that's one that's one part of it. Um, I mean, that part is to your point. He, he so in the first movie, he apparently is really big into taxidermy and like sewing people together. Yeah. Why? I have no fucking clue. He sews people together, but yet in the second one and a lot of the other ones, he just leaves bodies everywhere. Yeah. He doesn't care about those. Like, what those just like aren't good enough art projects for you? Like, <laughs> he's like, I've run out of room. I, I've got enough I'm dead bodies. I mean, what if he needs, like, interesting is like, what if he just needs your appendix, which you can live without? Like, you sew you back up again. Like, thank you. It's, uh, it's going to go bad anyways. I appreciate that. My gallbladder is no longer needed. Like, <laughs> and also, how, like, so every time you're about to see this dude, you just happen to hear the song Jeepers Creepers. Like, how does that happen? Does he, did he, like, does he just like that song? I know, that's exactly. Like, he, like, that's a song that his mama sang to him. So he's like, I'm going to call myself Jeepers Creepers. He's like, Jeepers Creepers. He's a very flamboyant uh, creeper. <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
he shows, and maybe he'll be da- he bedazzles too. And there we go. We don't we don't judge the creeper. We don't That's judge the creeper. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> there are so many. I mean, there's just so many things. Like having watched this movie, that I'm like, what the fuck? And like, here's the thing: is like, so he at one point he eats a whole guy's head, mm-hmm. and that guy's head literally like comes up from his neck and like becomes. Why doesn't the guy fucking look like him anymore then? Like, why does he look like the buddy now? Like, you just replace you just replace your head. Why do you go back to looking like the ugly fucking creeper? That guy was good looking. Like, why don't you just take his head? <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely an interesting. Let's 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 do this. Let's get Victor Silva on the phone. Let's let's call we'll him. We'll email him. Ask these hard quitting questions. Hard hitting. So I will say, kind of horror related, but not really. Like, veering a little bit off topic. But I watched a YouTube video today about lost episodes. Like, you ever watch those YouTube videos oh, yeah. about like lost, like like horrific episodes that they've created for like TV shows? Oh, oh um, my, one of my favorites is X Files. Oh, I didn't hear about the X Files one. I oh, heard about a, you haven't heard the X Files one. Do, do, okay, we we'll, are, we'll go we to will, second. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Go ahead. Though. Oh, I was just gonna say that the, there were two in there that really disturbed me. That were I guess you could call horror related. One was um, the and both of them are centered around mental illness, which I was like, okay. Um, there was one where there was a disgruntled intern in Nickelodeon who created a Squidward suicide uh, episode. Yep. Apparently, uh, was getting ready to air where Squidward was going to blow his head off with a shotgun and left like a. And it was almost like they didn't they spot checked and caught it, but it was like a disgruntled animator mm-hmm. that that created that. And then there was a Disney one too, where it's like su- Suicide Mouse, where like Walt Disney was in a bout of like depression and like suicidal rage, and he created like this weird video of like. Uh, very downtrodden Mickey walking through the street with like screams in the background. Um, I mean, we all know Walt Disney was like anti-Semitic and racist, yes. so he had a lot of other fucking problems. So like, um, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but Matt Groening also did one for The Simpsons where Bart Simpson falls out of a plane and in, in, in like the first season, he kicks open a window or something like that. He bangs on the window. He gets sucked out of a plane and then like falls to his death. Wow. And apparently there's this whole, like, they showed a clip of it on this video, too. But apparently it's, when asked about it, um, apparently, like, one of the animators um, from The Simpsons or illustrators, like, literally at a Comic-Con, somebody asked about it. He literally abruptly got up and left the stage. What? Yeah. It's, I knew it was, a like, an urban myth. I didn't know it was actually real. I don't know if it's 100% real. Like, I, I saw, like, a little bit of a clip. Um Today it was like I don't know how true it is. It could be could have been animated by anybody, but I find it really funny that when like you hear rumors about people being asked about it, that because because there was a Nickelodeon show where that was like apparently a Nickelodeon movie that was made in like two thousand about a father who was like abusive to his conjoined twins. Jesus and, and, Christ! And, and, and basically, like one was an evil twin, one was a good twin. Basically. He beats him and starves him to death till he dies, and then he separates him with a hacksaw and buries him in different parts of the town. And then eventually, like it's a ghost story about like the, some kids resurrect or like the this spirit. was on Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon. So for the longest time, Nickelodeon scrubbed it, said it didn't exist. They didn't. They denied all plausibility of it. In 2011, they actually ended up releasing this movie on Nickelodeon. Um, as like a Nickelodeon like scary TV show and started like, oh, okay, like people are fucked up enough now that we can recognize this exists. So just hearing the idea like these, these lost, epi- these creepy lost episodes um, don't exist, like, but then all of a sudden now in like some circumstances they do exist. 
just kind of but, but you think about like Nickelodeon in the '90s and how like it was not m- m- a lot of a lot of the shows they had like like Red and Stimpy. Stimpy. It was, that was not a kid show like yeah, at all. I, I like that. And I loved it. I, no, I love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite favorite um, favorite animations of all yeah. time. Red Stimpy's genius. We were going to talk about the X Files. Okay, so. This was my favorite episode, and of course it got banned. Was it, uh, the, was it Home? Is that what it's called? Was it the redneck with the mama on yes. the yes. Yeah, best episode ever. Creepiest yeah. episode ever. Uh, it basically was like wrong turn but, on the X-Files. But like with that extra twist. So like it's, yeah, it's like it was their Halloween episode, and it was basically like this deformed mutants who are killing people, and it turns out they keep their armless and legless mother... Under on, the bed. On a rolly under the bed, and they pull her out and they fuck her, and then it gives birth to their brother's sons, and then they keep brothers. doing that. Yeah, creepy, right? They're and at the very end, they, they escape. Yeah, and they, uh, they're not caught. I, re- I really wanted them to, when they brought the X-Files back as one of their creature features, mm-hmm. to, to revisit that yeah. again. Um, because at this point they would have had like generations of yep. like, uh, fuck. Um, but yeah, no, she right? was like, and they put her in the trunk at the end, right? And yep. they drove off like so. Yeah, it was. It was so. So they funny. banned this episode. Yeah, and so it, it did air. I remember watching it, it when it aired initially. People lost their minds. I think they even had it on VHS at one point. And then, like so then they episode. for the next year they're like, okay, we'll only show it on Halloween. And then people were like, ugh, the night of Halloween. And I guess they went to do it the second year, and then finally, like Fox was like, no, you can't. You so can't I'm sure you could find this online then. If it oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it, it, it definitely exists. Not that I want to watch it, but I want to. I want to watch it again. No, I want yeah, it. It's great. creepy. I also like the vampire pizza delivery guy one. Yeah. That's my favorite one too. The cum. Hey, um, did y'all watch the reboot of X Files? Did y'all like it? I, I did. I didn't. My wife is a huge X Files fan. Um, uh, I think she only made through one episode of it. Um, not like because she hated it, but I. I only watched the episodes, I'll say this much, I didn't really care much for, like, the lost son alien storyline that they had. Like, I didn't give a fuck about Mulder and Scully's love child. <laughs> what I did like, though, is there's some of the creature feature episodes that they had. The uh, the, tr- the Trash Golem was, like, my favorite one. Um, I just like the name Trash Golem. Yeah, basically, like, <laughs> it's art- artist, artist, yeah, artist who, uh, he was called the Trash Band. He basically, an artist, like, creates, like... Uh, art out of trash and created this guy called the Trash Man and it was ended up being like a golem um, and he was like killing people but um, that so, sounds like a cool episode I need to see that yeah so I never saw the movie though either I uh, did not watch the movies either I no. yeah the, there's two right yeah there's one yeah I don't know that truth is out there apparently all so. I know is like here's the thing it's my least favorite even though it's like the most important uh, the least interesting episodes to me were the alien episodes uh, I like the like the more like creature feature like yeah. the fluke man and all those like which I still think the fluke man oh, is fluke the creepiest fuck oh that's the shit I like the rest of it was like all the alien stuff I'm like it's just not like I just don't find it scary I mean I, the in, aliens are interesting but I don't find them scary um, rarely do I find the concept like scary more of it's just like oh that's interesting I think in my brain is still just um, uh, the uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, like they're like, oh, they're friendly. They just like synth music and. Oh, yeah. you know what I did start watching in this weekend though. What's that? Ah, uh, sir, going back and watching Tales from the Crypt. Nice. Yeah. Have the box set, so just start going through and watching that. And I started with the uh, the Santa Claus episode because that was the, one the best that... one. That's the best one. I was I was uh, I saw a picture a random picture uh, of um, 
these nineties celebrities, and it was one was JD Roth. He used to be this uh, uh, game show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I started looking up old school game shows, and I forgot that Tales from the Crypt actually had its own game show for kids. It actually had a kids <laughs> cartoon too. Yeah. yeah the Fun game. fact: I own every single action figure based off of that cartoon. Really. <laughs> That's on card. That's... You said it was such confidence to your own. Fun Bye. fact. Guess Fun what fact. I got? You don't. <laughs> that is, I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tales of Crypt was awesome, though. I really wish that they had, um, that's one series that I, I hope, like, they bring back eventually. Here's my one thing with Tales from the Crypt. Like, every season there'd be, like, three great episodes, or at least, like, three great, you know, stories per episode. But then, like, the rest of them, like, there was a lot of, like, it was either hit or miss. There was a lot of episodes that were just boring, like, all together. But um, when it was great, it was fucking great. And that's why, like, especially at the time, like, when it was, like, I mean, it's super dated now. But, like, they did, like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just happy. Well, Creepshow, I think, is filling that void. But they do, it like, the budget is, like, you know, nothing compared to what I'm sure it would be doing if it was on HBO. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the TV show. But it's, like, I rewatched it, like, four or five years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, there's whole like episodes is sort of like, meh, that's kind of forgettable. But it's like anything, they can't all be winners. Three, I mean, epi- three episodes I love. I love the Santa one, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I love the uh, the old rich guy who wants to be young one. Um, it's got the guy from Christmas Vacation yep. and a grandpa. Yep. Um, and I love the uh, I love the car dealer one, where they end up uh, chopping off fingers when they're playing uh, playing. Cards oh, that's a great play, playing cards. And then oh, that's they, such a great episode. They both end up with like no limbs in the yep. in the in their like recovery home like playing for like playing chess with their noses yeah. like wow um it was it was great That's what is it. let me ask you this what is the creepiest it can be and tales from the dark side whatever what is the creepiest tv episode you've ever seen of any series so i will tell you the one that freaks me the fuck out i wonder like, if it's it the is, same one i it think is, it might be our it's actually not it's is actually it twilight zone Mine, it's, yeah, it's mine, a, mine's it's a, Twilight Zone. It's a, it's a Twilight Zone. It's actually from the movie though. Um, the mo- but okay, go ahead. It's it's the little boy. Yeah, yeah. Is that that creepy? It's like, yeah, I even the one with uh, I'm blanking his name. The boy from um, oh Billy uh, Mumsy. B- Bill Mumsy. Yep. Yeah. Um, that yes. that's still creepy. Yeah. But the fucking movie one. Yeah, creeps me out. It's a whole reason. So, a funny story. Uh, so I, the. Theme song of the Twilight Zone actually used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Still, I don't know what oh, it was. Shit. And uh, hey, perfect guy. There you go. And uh, my dad thought it would be funny one time to like. So my dad very rarely could ever scare me. There was a point in where my dad, my brother, and my mom were watching Dracula. My dad jumped out, scared the shit out of him. My brother cried. <laughs> my sister and my mom were watching like some other. Ironically, a vampire show. My dad jumped out. My sister cried, my mom cried, my dad slept on the couch. <laughs> my dad tried to do the same thing with me, totally unfazed. And they knew there was something special about this boy in a, in a weird way. <laughs> so the one time he did get me, though, is when he recorded the Twilight Zone theme song out of the, uh, off the TV, mm-hmm. like on tape, and then put it under my bed and played it. Oh. And, and I kid you not. Like, he had to up his game. <laughs> I probably pissed myself. Like, I thought I was in the fucking Twilight Zone. But it was after watching that movie 
Yeah, and the whole scene where that kid makes his sister's mouth disappear. Oh god. That's the part that gets me the most. Like, I mean I mean, even in the 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 original black and white, you know, Bill Mummy oh, yeah. episode, like when he turn like all the people get turned into like even them just explaining it. Like a lot of stuff you don't even see, but they're talking about like how like the people got turned into to giant jack in the box and oh, stuff yeah. like fucking freaks me out. But dude, oh, yeah. and I mean Bill Mummy is in that is so like you know, dead eyed little creepy ass kid. But it, that kid in the movie is just, like, yeah. next level. And the yeah. way it's, like, shot, like, it has all those, like, super bright color. Like, oh, yeah. Or those, like, contrasty colors and, like, ooh, it's creepy. Yeah, the, the evil bunny. Yep. Clown. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the creepiest one out of all, all the rest of them. The John Lithgow uh, creature on the wing. The the whole, like, actually, that was a very, uh, we should talk about this at a, at a future time. Um, like, cursed, they call it. Like, the cur cursed. Cursed. Uh, Movies. Yeah. That was also one too, where like two people died on the set yeah, of that movie. Helicopter, yeah. helicopter crash decapitated, like the main, like the main actor, right? Yeah. Like, or it was um, a, or like the pilot. It yeah. was like the pilot and like the two kids were like killed because they yeah. were. There was a whole. It was actually what ended up leading to, um, some type of like uh, child worker. Yeah. Um, these were uh, like uh, Vietnamese. Like child workers, and there ended up any like uh, movie laws related to around children. There was a huge lawsuit. I think it was was it Joel Dante? Like it was Joe like, Dante. Joe Dante. That was like the like producer on that one. Or, Wasn't it Spielberg was one of them? But I he think was a was producer. Like, yeah. But like they, there was one of them that like he. I think you know. I think it was Dante that Joe Dante. That was did he direct they, it? They said he could give a shit about the people. He drove. He was a slave driver. And ended up getting like sued hardcore for that. That sounds like Joe. No, I mean. Um, we're gonna look it up, but needless to say, yeah, that was one too. But yeah, the kid one. I mean, the, the, I mean like the original, uh, you know, Gremlin, the the you know, on the wing, um, with uh, Captain Kirk himself. Oh yeah, uh, I love that. Like, even though the monster looked goofy as fuck, even though he's kind of still creepy. Yeah, um, creepy. But the monster in the movie yeah. is like way more creepy. Oh, but like, it was John, um, Joe Dante was the director. John Landis. Oh, that, that, that's that, right. That was the one that they uh, they had trashed for. Yeah. Man, honestly, like, I mean, it's probably different because, you know, I'm a decade younger than y'all. Mm -hmm. But when I was watching it, I mean, it still sticks with me to today. But, I mean, and it's probably cliche. But mine was Eye of the Beholder. I had a nightmare the night that I saw it that it actually happened to me. And, to me, and, it, and that's why it's, like, the freakiest thing I've ever seen. I, I will always... Well, um, you know, what also used to creep me out was uh, a cat's eye with a little troll. At night. Yeah, I love um, it. That would like that would steal your steal your breath. But the kitty uh, one. Yeah, the kitty kitty one. It's like I was left having my cat so, in my room. Can I tell you on? I'm going to tell the story on on the podcast. On okay, audio, okay. I have a John Landis story. All right, dude, I, thought actually, say, I thought you were going to say you have a John Landis tattoo. No. <laughs> so, but it's actually not about John Landis. It's about Max Landis, his kid. Who oh. I don't know if you guys follow have known about him yeah. he's uh he was like the ultimate film hipster kid who um was trying to be like he like he was gonna write he actually did write a little bit for wwe but he was writing like featuring films but well anyways he came out he had like he's had like a lot of people say like he's a sexist piece of shit and he had some assault claims against him but so this is my story i was working at the comic book store one sunday by myself and this, these people come in, and it was like kind of cutting it close to, towards closing time. And they walk in, and I look at the dad, and I'm like, holy shit, that dude looks exactly like John Landis. And at that point, I was a huge, I mean, American Werewolf in London is one of my favorite movies, obviously. Like, 
I was like, fuck, dude, that dude looks just like John Landis. And then he's like walking around. I'm like, holy fuck, that is John Landis. And he's with his family, his wife, and their little boy. Anyways, I was drawing at the counter. And the little kid comes up to me and he starts, he's like, let me see your, like, like completely, right away I was like, this kid's like on the spectrum. Like, he's like, let me, like, he was very demanding and whatever. And then he's like, oh, you're, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. I like how you do this. I'm like, he's like, we're going to do a comic book together. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, it's Sean Landis' kid. So I'm like, kind of humor. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, and he started telling me like his story ideas. And he like, he gave me his, his email address and he made me give him my email address. And, like, the kid was, like, definitely on the spectrum. and But I can see John Landis, like, in the background, kind of, like, rolling his eyes, kind of like, ugh. Like, <laughs> Doing um, it again, Mark. Yeah. Gotta make another comic yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. But, and, you know, I was, I was trying so hard not to be a fanboy to his dad. But I was just like, yeah, you guys having a good night. So we were just in time to have dinner. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I remember, like, the kid, Lee, like, they left. And I was like, that was the most annoying fucking kid I've ever met in my life. I'm like, John Landis is a shitty parent. And then, sure enough, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, my, um, my best friend, shout out to uh, Casey, um, he was complaining about, he, like, they would go to, uh, there's a thing called Cine Family in L.A. at the old um, uh, silent movie theater, which is, like, kind of helped reimagine, like, this is basically this big, like, film lover, like, diehard film nerd place it's called Cine Family. And they host like all these like retro movie showings and these revival house stuff. And they have directors come. They've done they actually really important in Los Angeles for like the revival of all these sort of old genre movies. But my friend, he's like, I hate this fucking dude named Max Landis. He's always like this hipster dickhead. And he's like, he like he takes up the whole couch in the front with him and his like hipster crew. And I was like, wait, did you say Max Landis? He's like, yeah. I'm like, John Landis's kid. He's like, yeah. How do you know that? I'm like, holy shit. I was like, so then I tell him the story, and he's like, oh shit, I remember you telling me at the time. I was like, yeah, that was an annoying ass little, like, downs, or, uh, autistic kid. He's like, dude, he's the worst piece of shit. So we, like, here, my, in fact, um, funny story, I, I James went down there and threw him off the couch. Actually, you know, I, I won't tell Casey's business on this, although I'm sure he wouldn't mind, but Casey himself has a hysterical story about Max Landis mm-hmm. that I'll tell you off the can- off podcast. Maybe if I give his permission, I'll tell it next time I'm on camera. Nice. But it's, it's pretty fucking hysterical, but anyways. So there's my John Landis story. Sometimes, His kid is a piece of shit. Sometimes you meet your heroes, folks, and sometimes your heroes have children that are that are fucking terrible. Yeah. And I was like, what an entitled little Hollywood kid, but I honestly think he's on the spectrum somehow. But <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think that entitles him to be an asshole. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But having met him, I was like, yeah, you don't understand social cues at all. Or maybe he's just an entitled piece of shit rich kid. Who or knows? it could be a combination of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, guys... This was an interesting episode. Yeah, don't you think? yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, this is a lack of research. I, I'll admit that that's pro- partially on my fault. I, 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 you know, I usually prep for these shows, but I was like, you know what, my guy's got it today. Look, sometimes, sometimes you go in with a plan. Sometimes that plan goes to shit. Sometimes you pivot. But I had a fun. I it's all right. Fun. We always have a good time. I think we always have a great conversation. Regardless of what it is, we talk about yeah. some stuff we don't get a chance to talk about, which is TV. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think we had little pockets of really interesting. Like I learned, yeah. we, you know, learned yeah. a bunch of stuff. I yeah, like, and I, I got to to think about Godzilla. Yeah. I haven't thought about Godzilla in a while. <sighs> yes. And then, of course, guys, if you uh, love this episode, be sure to follow us on Spotify and on iTunes. We really appreciate the five star ratings. And if you really love this show and you love movies in general, be sure to check out. Going Commando. 
episode episode two. Episode two, episode which, uh, which we'll be recording mañana, which is whenever in podcast world. Uh, but yeah, I to me that's our star show. I mean, that one. I mean, James almost cried having a good time. Laugh, you know? <laughs> 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 laugh so hard there was there was a lot of pee pants. What, 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 what are you talking about this week, Derek? Um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about. Well, I was going to talk about Lethal Weapon One, which I still oh, want to it, talk about, uh, and I want to talk about uh, Dread. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you did mention that. Yeah, we did mention that, and uh, and then we got. Some requests. Uh, my good buddy Mike, who's who's a good listener. Hey, Mike, how you doing out there, buddy? Hi, Mike. Um, anyways, he uh, he had said, "Hey, I started listening to Go Commando, and I re- I really dig it so far." And I said, "Hey, if you got any good suggestions for like, you know, we're always looking for good ideas, and we wanna we wanna talk about things that you guys want to hear too." Obviously. Um, and he said, "Hey, I would love you guys to do an Arnold centric episode, talk about the uh, the spectacular '80s, maybe some Conan." Ooh. And then uh, talk about the 90s as well. So. And that's when I said, fuck no, this is a Stallone-only podcast. Get the <laughs> right. fuck out of here, Schwarzenegger. That's right. Uh, no, just kidding. He's not even from here. We're definitely going to be yeah. talking about some Stallone um, in the future. I have many different yeah. movies I'd like to discuss. So we're going to, yeah, so we're going to talk about that in the near future. But yeah, tomorrow I think we'll just see where it takes out, us. Yeah, take a, check out next, next so, or tomorrow's episode of yeah. Going Commando because I'm going to talk the next about episode. the movie Cobra, which is the greatest movie ever made. You're so. talking about Cobra tomorrow? Definitely. And you're talking about Dread, Judge Dredd? I'm, I'm going to talk about Lethal Weapon, but I want to touch on Dread a little bit because I just James I had an offline conversation about I was watching uh, Dread the the remake, mm-hmm. um, not the Stallone version, and I uh, wanted to get his thoughts. And, and James said he loved it, and I was like, yeah, me too. So let's talk about it because yeah, I have it. I have some theories about how it connects to Demolition Man. So that's why. Yeah, so okay. we'll round it off. I'll go ahead and uh, uh, talk about Over the Top a little bit. Tomorrow. Oh, okay, all right. You already have your hat backwards. <sighs> See so, that we you oh can't God. do that to me because that's going to be a whole other. I want to talk about that all episode. Well. Okay. <laughs> We're just talking about movies. Let's we'll, we'll touch on it. A little I bit. could talk about over the top. I love. I just wish. Honestly, but you could also talk about Cobra all day. And just really quick before we go, yeah. I know it's not part of the horror podcast, but they they shouldn't have cast that little kid. The little kid's the worst. I hate. I hate him with Ricky, the passion. Ricky Schroeder. I don't, Ricky no. Schroeder, my ass. Like, kiss no. it. Little, little Ricky. I hate him. Anyway, I thought. I mean, he's annoying in it, but that boy is just his voice in the movie. It's, it's annoying. He's like I, when I was a kid, I hated him until the movie. <laughs> but uh, movie's got Terry Funk in it. It does have terrible. I just need to own. I need. I've been trying to. I, they make them out there, but I want to get a shirt that just says Master Blaster, the red shirt with the yellow. Ah, <laughs> because that's the best T-shirt, dude. Bullhorley, Bullhorley for life. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun. Uh, any any last sentiments before we take off? No, just uh, thank you all for listening mm, and always listen to the other one. And yeah, we'll uh, catch you next week. Thank you for listening, guys. Take it easy. Till next time. Be sleazy. <laughs>